Welcome to The Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, and after riding a workplace roller coaster, I was able to find my strength and motivation starting Ella Mazur Creative, a social media agency that coaches and manages businesses all over the world to take their Instagram to the next level. talk to you about the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Influenced Podcast. My name is Ella. I am a social media manager and coach and today I'm going to be talking to you all about hashtags. I always get lots of questions about them. Instagram have changed the rules on them and today I'm just going to explain to you what they are, how they work and how you can best use them in your strategy and in your content. So I honestly can't believe that this is the second last episode for the year. That's crazy. Um, But we have some really fun episodes planned for the beginning of next year. And I know I mentioned in my last episode, but if there is anything that you would like me to talk about, anything that you want covered, please feel free to send me a DM. I would love to know what it is that you want to know, what you want help with. And if you're listening to today's episode, it would mean the world to me that if you took a screenshot and tagged Elamazor Creative on Instagram, and then I will reshare it. And I'll also send you a little freebie just to say thank you. It would honestly make my day. Today, I'm not going to give you any life updates or anything. We're going to get straight into it. But again, like I really like to know, like I like to get feedback from you as to what you like to listen to. Do you want me to tell you what's happening? Do you not want me to tell you? Do you want me to get straight into the in it to the tips and the tricks? What is it that you like to hear? So the more feedback you give me, the better. I'm so open to feedback all the time. And let's get into today's episode. So if you don't know what a hashtag is, hashtag is essentially what we write in the post, not in the, not in the first comment, in the post to let Instagram know what your piece of content is about. It's essentially like labeling your content so that every single post has a category It has a label. It makes it really easy for someone to find it. And it makes it really easy for Instagram to then push it out to the people that are interested in that specific topic. And Instagram, uh, I guess it was, was it last year now? Yep. That they came out and said, it's no longer 30 hashtags. It's a smaller amount. It's between three to five hashtags that we should be using on every post. And you should be using them in the caption, not in the first comment. Whereas previously you could use 30 hashtags and it didn't matter. You could put them in the comment or in the caption. So I have a feeling that the reason they're doing this is to keep up with platforms like TikTok, like YouTube, where their search engine is so good. So they're trying to increase the usability and the accessibility of the search engine that Instagram has. So if you go onto YouTube and you type in something, it is it just comes up with so many different uh, videos to show you in relation to that topic. So 
TikTok as well has overtaken Google well, in the last quarter anyway. It, it changes. It can change again. But in the last quarter, it did change that it overtook Google for the number one search engine. And I know that that's also a huge, like a huge influence that China has TikTok and that is the only social media platform that they have. And they also don't have Google. So it has a massive influence on those stats. But just to put it into perspective, like people are using TikTok more so to search for things rather than for Google, odd and Google. And that's what Instagram are competing with. They're competing with platforms like YouTube, platforms like TikTok, where the content can be a lot more evergreen. The lifespan of the content is a lot longer. So on YouTube, you might have posted a video two or three years ago and it's still getting traction. And it's because of the search engine that YouTube has, because YouTube knows what people are interested in. It will show it to those people. When people search it, your content will still pop up. So if you can use hashtags in the effective way that they are telling us to use them, then this is what is potentially going to happen on Instagram or what they would like to happen on Instagram what would I believe they would like to happen on Instagram because they ha- they have a, a huge comp- like huge space um, in the digital space to compete with, right? So, how do Instagram hashtags work? Like I said, it is like a label. It's telling Instagram exactly what that post is about. So, to answer another one of the questions, should you change your hashtags on every post? To that, it's a really really simple answer. Is every single post that you're doing exactly the same? Are you always posting about the same topics? Are you always talking to the same people? Are you always pushing the same thing in every single post? Sure, there's going to be posts because they will come under your content pillars, but not every single post that you do every day, not that you need to post every day, but you know what I mean, every single post is going to be different. So therefore the hashtags need to be relevant to that content because if you are telling Instagram what that specific post is about because of your hashtags and you're using your hashtags, but then you're using the same hashtags in every post, Instagram thinks that you are just posting about exactly the same thing every day, which is a little bit boring, right? And this is also why people always say to change up your hashtags, not just because they are more effective that way, but because you don't post about the same thing every day. And that is the simplest explanation. So what I often get my clients to do is do an exercise, write out a few different banks of hashtags. First, do it in relation to your content pillars, and then you can expand on it. Then who it is, who is it that you're speaking to? What is it that you're trying to push? have a look at all of these different hashtags. Are you, are you speaking to people at a specific location or is it global? And don't just copy and paste hashtags from other people. That is not a good strategy. Definitely do some research, have a look because yeah, you want to make sure that the hashtags that you're using and you're posting are relevant to the content that you are posting because then In the most simplest function, hashtags are what is going to fuel the search results on your Instagram Explore page. So when you go to Instagram Explore and you type in some keywords and let's say, for example, you type in Instagram tips, 
it's going to ask you, do you want to click on hashtags, accounts, or it's going to suggest a whole lot of stuff to you as well. So if you click on the hashtag, it's then going to come up with all of this content in relation to the topic that you're interested in. So again, you can see how it's relevant to optimizing the Instagram search engine and making that user experience a lot more uh, user-friendly, a lot easier, a lot easier for people to find your content as well. So if you make them really relevant and specific to what it is that you're talking about, it's going to be so much easier for someone to find you. Now, in saying that though, hashtags are not the be all and end all. You can still do a post and use no hashtags and have incredible reach and have incredible results. So the Instagram algorithm does not depend on you using hashtags and your success on Instagram does not depend on using hashtags. I know people stress out over which hashtags should they use. But at the end of the day, if you forget to use your hashtags, it's not going to be the end of the world. Just keep that in mind. You can always edit your post and you can add them in. It's not going to have um, exactly the same effect because they should go up when your post is posted. However, if you go in and add them later, that will still have a good effect for you in the long run, especially if Instagram do want to optimize their search engine to make your content more evergreen, then it's going to have a pretty good impact, I would say. So once you have done a couple of banks of hashtags in relation to your content pillars and in relation to who it is that you're speaking to, you want to have them saved somewhere super, super accessible for you. And if you're using something like Planly, which is what we use for our clients, you can have them saved in there ready to go. Instead of having them in a whole lot of different notes, instead of frantically just thinking of them as you're posting, that's not a good strategy, that's no strategy, (laughs) but having them ready. So plan them out, pop them in planly. And that way, when you're actually creating your content, you can add them into the caption really, really easily. And you'll, they'll be relevant to that post. Of course, you're going to have to tweak a couple. You're going to have to add in any extra hashtags to do with that post, to make it really relevant, to make it super specific. So keep that in mind as well. Now, there are hashtags to do with your content pillars, hashtags to do with who you're speaking to and whatnot, but then you can also have branded hashtags. So, for example, if I were to have a branded hashtag, which I do, I hashtag Elemazor Creative in a lot of my posts. I don't do it on every post, but I do have a lot of posts with that hashtag. And what's interesting, what's interesting to me is... I click on that hashtag every now and then to see what posts come up, to see which ones have made it on there, which ones I've remembered to use it for. And it's just interesting to see who has then copied and pasted my hashtags and added it onto their post. And so many other social media managers, virtual assistants, or anyone in the online space that is potentially copying my work has used that hashtag. And that's how I have found a lot of people that have actually copied my work. So just a little heads up, don't copy and paste people's hashtags because chances are there's going to be a branded one in there and that's how you're going to get caught out if you're copying. On a side note as well, don't copy because it is not, it's not good for the environment. (sighs) 
So do hashtags still work in 2022? Big question. So many people want to know, should they even still use them? Now, they've done a study on posts that have used hashtags versus ones that don't. Ones with hashtags have a 12.5 increase of reach and engagement because it does reach those people that are searching it because it hits that explore page for that hashtag Instagram pushes it out to more people that are interested in that hashtag. And even though Instagram have said in their recommendations that they that you should use between three to five hashtags, you can still add in all 30 hashtags. So we have actually tested it out. Okay. So we've tested it out on our clients. I've tested it out on my content. I don't sit there and have a specific number that I stick to every single time. It really depends on what that post is about, how many hashtags I'm going to be using. So there's no blanket golden rule. I know that a lot of people say that you should use all 30 because that's going to increase your reach for all 30. But if Instagram are saying to use less and more specific ones, then I do think we should listen to at least some of what they have to say because otherwise why would they recommend it? So we have found that the sweet spot is around 10 to 15 hashtags. And I feel like that makes the post still specific enough so that when somebody does go try to find that hashtag or that a post relevant to that topic, it's not just spammed. And I think what was happening with a lot of um, hashtags and a lot of content was people were just using any old hashtag that they thought were going to get them the most reach and it wasn't relevant to the content. So Instagram want you to be specific so that it can also help them reach more people. Mm. So that's probably the best way to explain it for you. Um, there are, you can Google popular hashtags as well. So there are a few different tools for hashtags that you can use. I believe display purpose is one of them. You can Google the most popular hashtags. You can also Google shadow band hashtags, which essentially is a hashtag that has been used way too much that it is now banned. And something, a hashtag that you would not even think is banned. Something like Valentine's Day is banned. Bikini is banned. (laughs) I would know because I had a bikini label. So we had all the bikini hashtags. Um, But yeah, if you're not sure which ones are banned, have a Google, go and have a look at shadow banned hashtags and you'll be able to see an updated list. Now, a question I also get asked is, should you use the hashtag with the most amount of posts on it? And to that, I'm going to say no. And that is because let's say, for example, so many people are using this hashtag. What are the chances of someone finding your post using that hashtag? Pretty slim. So it's actually good. Like let's say you're using your 15 hashtags. It's good to have a mix of big ones like relatively big ones, but not huge ones, not with millions of posts on them, medium-sized ones and then small ones that are targeted towards who it is that you're speaking to and what it is that you're talking about. So having that good mix 
should increase your reach and increase the searchability of your post. Something else that you can test is test out different hashtags. So you might have a few different banks of hashtags, but then you also might mix them up together. So then you can also see which ones have worked. And when you go onto your insights on your Instagram, and you can only do this on your phone at the moment, go into your insights and you can scroll down and you can see how many people found your post through hashtags. And it, it should tell you the most popular or the top three hashtags that people used in order to find your post, which is so, so handy. So definitely do that, especially if you are working on your hashtag strategy for next year, if you're going to revamp it for 2023, which I think everybody should, I think it should be a once a year thing that you just refresh your hashtags or go through them, make sure that your content pillars are still relevant. Just do a little strategy update and include that in there. So where, (laughs) where we get stuck, and I think I've just answered your question on how many you should use and where you should post them. Like I said, Instagram have said between three and five. We can still add all 30. We've done a test that between 10 to 15 seems to be that sweet spot. So if you're trying to use specific ones, then I would use between 10 to 15 and make sure that you always pop them in the caption, not in the first comment. I know I did a post the other day and I did one on the mistakes that you're using or not using mistakes that you're doing on Instagram. And one of them was on hashtags in the caption. However, it was meant to say hashtags not in the caption and everyone got a little bit confused. So I'm really sorry about that. Um, okay. The number of hashtags versus reach rate per feed post. So it does increase over the years. If you have a look, there's there's some data that you can look up and you can have a look at the reach rate, the engagement rate on posts with hashtags, on posts without hashtags. So it does give you a little bit of perspective into, I guess, if you are questioning whether they work, if you're questioning whether you should use them at all, you honestly have nothing to lose if you use them. If you don't use them, I wouldn't stress too much, but just know you're probably going to get better results when you do use them. So let's break down a couple of different types of hashtags. So I know that I said that you want to do them in relation to your content pillars, but then you also have ones that are location-based. So for example, if I was targeting people in Perth, then I would use Perth-based ones, or if I was targeting people over east, I would use hashtags relevant to the location that I was in or to the location that I was then trying to target people in. I mentioned branded ones. So branded ones are not just for, say, me to use for my brand or you to use for your brand. But in relation to, say, our previous podcast episode on user-generated content, 
then if you encourage your users to use your branded hashtag, it's going to be much easier for you to then look up your user-generated content and see who's actually creating content and go, go back through that way. So that's another added benefit. Or if you have a campaign or an event, then using a branded hashtag and encouraging others to use that hashtag is going to help you a lot. Then you have industry ones. So this is based on your niche and the industry that you are in. So for me, I would do something like social media manager, social media coach, all of those sort of ones. Then you have community ones. So a specific group of people. Um, I think that's quite self-explanatory. And you have descriptive ones. So that is the content of your actual post. And that's what's going to be relevant to your content pillars. So what is it that you are actually talking about in that post? and pop them in the hashtags. If you want to take it one step further and then use hashtags that are currently trending and which that changes all the time, then there are a few different tools that you can use. Firstly, you can conduct your own Instagram research on the explore page. You can type in keywords or you can type in top results and you'll be able to see what comes up with that. You can then also check Instagram hashtags volume using via the tag tool search. So that means, right, you will go to the explore page, you will type in some keywords and you will type in tags and you might not type in like a full set of words, okay? So you could type in, for example, if we're social media, in social media, then I would type that in. And then it would give me a whole lot of different hashtags and the posts underneath that. And it would tell me how many people are using that hashtag in relation to those words. Or I have seen that later media actually have a hashtag tool built into their planner, which is amazing. And you can type in hashtags and it will tell you how many people are using that hashtags and the percentage of users which is great. So to sum it up, if you use the right hashtags in line with your strategy, then it won't just increase the reach. So it won't just increase the number of people that your post hits, but it will increase the right number of people. So it will actually get in front of the people that are interested and are searching for what it is that you're talking about, what it is that you have to offer A question I get asked all the time is how do I get in front of my target audience? And hashtags should be part of your strategy in order to do that. They aren't, like I said, they aren't the be all and end all, but they will have a massive impact because if somebody, for example, if I'm in social media, using social media hashtags, using location-based ones because I'm trying to target people in a certain location, then people in that location looking for social media tips are more likely to find me than if I'm just using generic hashtags or if I'm not using hashtags at all. My last tip for you is just to make sure that you do plan ahead. So I've given you a couple of different tips there on how to structure your hashtags, where to keep them, keep them inside something like Planoly or if you're using Later or Buffer or any sort of scheduling tool, have them all organized so that they save you time when you're creating content because content creation already takes so long. Despite how good you may be at it, it still is time consuming. So 
doing something like this is going to save you a lot of time, which is great, which is what we all want to hear. So as I'm recording this at the end of 2022, that is currently everything that you need to know about hashtags. Now, that's not saying that it might change, but like I said at the beginning, I do believe that they are trying to keep up with other platforms like YouTube, like TikTok, <laughs> TikTok and Google for that matter. So they're trying to increase that searchability, that search engine, the usability for people. So definitely spend some time and invest some time into creating a hashtag strategy. And if that's something that you don't want to do, then that is something you can outsource. Not to me specifically. I don't do just hashtag strategies, but I do do an overall Instagram strategy where we do include hashtags relevant to your business. It's also something that we do for our management clients because we create a strategy for every single one of them. So if hashtags and you are not something that you want to do, you can find people to help you. You can find people to outsource it too. So you don't have to do it all on your own or you can do a coaching session with someone, sit down and nut them out. So you have lots of different options in order to nail your hashtag strategy. Definitely something that you want to keep in mind when you are starting to develop your new strategy for 2023 which is very exciting. I, I feel like the first episode back for next year should be a 2023 strategy planning session that we can do together. But thank you so much for listening to today's episode all about hashtags. I hope it's given you some clarity. I hope it's give, pointed you in the right direction of what to do. And I will chat to you in my next episode. Please don't forget to tag me on Instagram if you're listening because I would love to see. And I will talk to you in the next one. Bye. Bye.